In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how a strong marriage isn't always a happy marriage. Let's get it. The real question is this: How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day, so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage Show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode sixty-seven of the Journey to Marriage Ooh. Show. I'm Sarah. This is Rafi. And are we in a happy marriage? Nope. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Triggered. You should but- saw your face. Everybody, you should have saw her face. <laughs> it like changed dramatically. I was gonna say drastically, Dram- but I just mashkishly. Of course, we're in a happy marriage. Are we always happy? Ooh.、Mm. Yeah, I guess that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Yeah. Like what? Because we see. I mean, I think the thing that really inspired us to make this episode is because we see the marriages on social media. We see all the happy pictures with the family, and all them doing the really cool stuff, the nice houses, traveling all over the world, and then boom! Oh, by the way, guys, we're getting divorced, and we're like, huh? It looks everything that we see in social media looks so well. Looks like everything is going very well. Like how? How can this be? Right, like, like you are the、so、power the couple.、Blue. Yeah, like we see like these really like influential couples, power couples that are all about like, oh my relate, our relationship is everything and it's so strong. And then all of a sudden, like you hear that story, like oh we're getting divorced, and it's like, how how are we gonna believe everything that you're trying to teach us about our relationship or like what is there? Just a lot of confusion. Yeah, and like I know, especially when I see people come out like that, I'm like shook, and I'm also sad because、mm-hmm. like, oh, I look up to them, and then now I I don't because they they go and get divorced, and it's unfortunate, but it's just it goes to show that not everything we see on the outside means that everything on the inside is good. Yeah, we definitely can't judge like what they say, don't judge the book by its cover. There's a lot of things that families and marriages have to go through that we don't see on social media and they don't they don't speak about. And I think from like knowing that there are going to be those challenges, it's like what is the thing that's going to Make sure the marriage lasts a lifetime. It's not this this happy facade that we create, like oh we're so happy we're doing. But it's really that resilience. Like, is your relationship resilient enough to go through the challenges that marriage is going to throw to you? Because there are plenty of that. I know for me, like in my past relationships, I had a hard time with this when it get when it would get hard, where I would handle it by 
just hanging up on the phone or just kind of avoiding the the like responding to my partner because a lot of the things in my past relationships is a lot of criticism i talked about this in my past episode about the four horsemen and all these the criticism the defensiveness it made me flooded with emotion that i just didn't want to talk and i just i would rather just hang up with the phone stuff like that mm, and for me i saw like a strong relationship being like checking the box in different activities that we did together like mm. doing a month anniversary or going to a concert together or a nice dinner all these things that would feed our happiness in our relationship i thought that's what i need to be doing to be a quote-unquote strong couple and have a strong relationship yeah and i guess like <laughs> we got challenged in our marriage and we started to see like the truth of how challenging a relationship could be when you're in the married life the things that you don't typically talk about because you see the joy let's live a joy-filled marriage and all these things i know a lot of catholics talk about this too and it's like oh it's all joy 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 but then like we experience being new parents for the first time. Like we didn't see anything about this. Like we were never told about how challenging it was to be, to have new, uh, to have kids. Um, like we hear kind of it, but no one's really talking about it. And it hit, it hit us like right on the face because when we had our daughter, we weren't happy all the time. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't I mean, happy at you. I wasn't happy with you a lot of the time. Yeah. As bad as this sounds, guys, it's it's real stuff. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. We want to be real. We want to we want to share with you the truth so you don't run into something that you like and you're not prepared. You're not prepared for this or you're not saying, oh, like I didn't know it was going to be like this. I want you to know that th it is like this and that's OK. So how are you going to react to it when it happens in your marriage? That's what we want to. We want to say we don't want to be a downer with marriage <laughs> or parenting or and, or parent. That's not what we're trying to say uh, before we, we get all those comments. What we're trying to give you is a, an honest, a raw, authentic insight as to how it is and how you can start preparing yourself. Like what virtues you need to start building right now so that you can react to these circumstances better than how we did in our past relationships. Right. So like the virtue of patience just wait till you have a kid. Yeah. We'll see how how well that virtue has been built up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I didn't. I mean, when I realized when we had our daughter, man, I was tested so much. Um, I wasn't, again, I wasn't happy at you all the time. I wasn't happy even with my daughter all the time. Why? Because I was stressed out. Right. There was no sleep. We didn't, we hardly got any sleep. Uh, during this time, I was actually transitioning out of the military. So that was on my mind too. Like we were moving all these things, these responsibilities in the married life that you have to be able to shoulder the burden together right? to get through without it destroying your, your marriage. Yeah. And I think this was like the first time that you really had to take care of me as well. Yeah. Um, because I was recovering and tired. You really had to like come through and be there for me even though you were on edge or tired. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the perfect, I'm the perfect husband at that time. It was hard. It was my first time. And 
But I you're think, a you're a good team player. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I had to remind myself like what marriage is all ba- is about. Like when we stepped at the altar on our wedding day, I knew what was going on, and I knew that this was going to be worth it, because following Jesus ultimately is going to be the way for our fulfillment and our joy in our lives.、Mm-hmm. But when we are called to be Christians, we're called to be like Jesus. It's not just The good that he experienced, but everything—the <laughs> suffering, the carrying of the cross, the dying on the cross—and I knew that that was the the love that, or the yeah, the love that we're going to have to experience through the suffering, through the stress, through the anxieties of married life, of parenting.、Um, but we knew at the end of it, there was going to be joy. Lots of joy, you guys. Even though we're sharing that there are a lot of hardships, your love in your marriage will get you through those hardships. And like Rafi was saying, like how Christ died on the cross—that's what we had to do with one another. I mean, in Ephesians five, chapter five, verse twenty-five, he says, or he doesn't say it, but in Ephesians it says, "Husbands." Love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her. And I really saw Rafi do that when we were first parents. Like I was saying, he had to take care of me when I was recovering. He really had to die to himself, even though he could have been doing whatever he wanted, but he chose to love and be there for his family, for his wife, for his newborn baby. Yeah. And then you could react to it in a different way. Like there could be husbands like I don't, I don't do that. I'm the husband. Like I can't be doing those roles. Like you take care of it. Yeah, you take care. I'm like, nah. Marriage is dying to yourself. You get, you got to be ready, and it's gonna be hard. So one of the things that we like experience is that like if we are to be like Christ, our marriage should model His life, including all the trials He faced. So, how we base the health of our marriage is not on just the happy emotions that we experience, but the resilience, the growth that we experience by accepting the challenges that we face and being willing to go through those challenges together. That is how we base the health of our marriage. Like, are we are we going to be willing to to live a challenging life? Are we going to be willing to live this the Christian life? It's this challenging. It's completely countercultural to what everybody's saying, but are you willing to do that?、Um, like, are we willing to do that in our marriage? Right. And if you are willing to do that in your marriage, do not be afraid of the challenges because you're going to limit yourself if you do. You can achieve so many things as a a regular human being. You know, we can even though. We can like die really easy or whatever. <laughs> we can accomplish a lot of things, and like a lot of things that we're afraid of or we think is going to harm us,、um, or is just very uncertain and seems crazy. You can do it. Like when we were、um, new parents, it was in the middle of the pandemic. Rafi was leaving the military.、Um, of course, we just had our daughter, and then we we're also traveling with a. Four week old, yeah, yeah, across If, the nation, you guys. Right, and there are so many other couples that have stories to share of how they've gone through hardships as well, juggling 
many things on their plate, but they were resilient and they stuck together and they got through it. And so can you if you choose the route of being challenged. Yes. Look at you on that Holy Spirit fire. Fire. So you guys, the thing here is to not is to seek the hard path, not the easy path. There's no growth in your relationship going the easy route. You're not married right now. Accept the challenge of living a holy, a chaste, a thriving relationship before marriage. Live a counterculture relationship. Why? Because God is going to sustain your relationship if you put your full trust in him. Not yourselves. You've got to commit to be together, to work together as a team, no matter how hard it's going to get. Especially when you're engaged. Yeah, all this the the boundaries with the family you're hearing all these influences but you've got to learn how to work as a unit as a team because it doesn't end there it it start it just starts it just begins in the married life and there's going to be a lot of more things that tempt you that that test your relationship but if you've built this this habit and this mindset beforehand how powerful you could be to 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 go through the challenges of married life and by doing so, you're punching the devil in the freaking face, guys. Because yeah. he does not want you to get that sacrament of marriage. He does not want you to create life and bring joy into the world and spread the good news of Jesus Christ. He wants to rip you apart, keep you divided. So that's why we want to share like some things that you guys can do to make sure you remain strong, you remain one, all the way until you get Married and beyond. Um. Infinity and beyond. <laughs> Truth. So one thing, of course, you got to pray for each other and with each other. Your prayer life, your sacramental life together is going to be the key. There's, there's going to be some challenges that you're going to experience in your future marriage that you, your human self is not going to fathom. Like you're going to be like, what is going on? Why is this happening? And you might, you could choose to react in a negative way or choose to trust in the Lord. And that's what we have to do. We have to build this habit of um, making our prayer life, our sacramental life, very strong. And the next thing you guys got to do is don't betray each other, especially if you're engaged. Don't be siding with your family and be like, oh, well, my family's right and your family's wrong or you're wrong and my family's right. You have to stick together. What like if if you just imagine that right now, like your partner is not on the same page with you and they're on the same page as one of their family members, you're going to feel betrayed. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, is this what's going to be like in marriage? Like, am I going to feel alone in this mm. marriage? That's going to suck. So don't betray each other. Yeah, I mean, we hear the stories all the time and a lot of this like ends up in a divorce when they have these betrayals, they start siding with people that are not their spouses. So yeah, this is a time to work together. And the last thing is to find things that challenge you to grow. Again, like what I'm saying, don't seek the easy path. Seek the hard path. Seek the, the path to holiness to sanctity, to heaven. Seek the countercultural path. Do things that are against the grain of what 
the popular me the popular choice is like whatever it is that you have to challenge yourself to grow to get out of your comfort zone do it as a couple whether it be what starting a new business or doing a new dance together yeah it doesn't have to be as yeah. hard as starting yeah. a new business yeah it doesn't um but just trying to do things that are out of your comfort zone having hard conversations of things that you might have been withholding from your partner mm-hmm. that's uncomfortable but you, it's got to be done one. yeah, yeah. Um, so this is really important just to continue to challenge yourself because that's where you're going to experience the growth in your relationship. So remember, you guys, strong marriages aren't always the happy-go-lucky marriages. The strong marriages are the ones that could go through the trials, through the challenges, and the couples that can put their trust in the Lord that after these trials that they're going through, there's going to be fruit that comes from this. There's going to be joy. There's going to be um, peace. But they just got to work together and trust in the Lord. Amen. With that being said, uh, we want to ask you, like, do you want something that challenges your relationship? Do you want someone that will push you to try new things, to learn new frameworks, to take your relationship to the next level? If so, you should join us in our next group coaching program. It is going to be going live on January 11th of 2021, where we're going to be starting the year strong focused on your relationship with each other and your relationship with God. And what you can expect working from us as your coaches is we give you full honesty. We're going to we're going to tell you what it is <laughs> with your relationship because we want the best for you. We want we want to love you in that way to tell you the truth. Um but also supporting you in your growth journey. We're also going to be giving you that full accountability not just us as coaches, but with the couples that are going through this program who are on the same page as you. They want growth in their relationship. They want to create a marriage that thrives in their future. So you get that accountability from these couples and from us. And lastly, we're going to push you. We're going to challenge your beliefs around different areas, whether it be your finances, how you guys resolve conflict, how you guys have a relationship with your family and friends. All these things and teaching you new ways of excelling in those areas so that you can experience the growth that you truly desire. So if you want to join us, go to journeytomarriage.com slash coaching. Again, it's journeytomarriage.com slash coaching. It's also in our show notes to join the wait list. And when we open it, we're going to let you guys know how to get involved. With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care. God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.